Let's go. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to Rejection is a Bitch podcast. My name is Mel. I'm a master relationship and life coach. And I, my coaching is available for everyone, but I have a heart out for divorcees facing rejection, and I help them discover acceptance within. Today, I want to talk about, we talked about a lot um, over the last few weeks about my rejection story and the things I overcame. But from what happened for me, I have five things that can also happen for you. Be sure you stay to the end of this video. and We can go over those five things. But I want to talk about today what happens on the other side of rejection. But as I stated in previous videos, I had a relationship that lasted for a total of three years, and uh, my marriage in particular lasted for a total of five. But three of those five years was a separation. And from that separation, I decided to go ahead and pull the plug. Uh, I was being rejected. I just call it what it is. I was being rejected by my ex-wife, kind of a game being played on me, and I decided to choose myself and choose what was best for me. So I moved forward. And from moving forward, I was able to discover myself through therapy, through coaching. I was able to discover myself from a higher level than I ever have before. I was able to identify the issues that I've had, identify the, the things I needed to work on. I need to identify what was right, what was wrong, what I considered true, what I considered not true for my life, and really examine in what ways that I want to improve my life. Let me go back to that separation just for a little bit, only to point out the fact that during that separation, me and her didn't tell anyone. You know, it, we kept it under wraps because we didn't know where we wanted to go. A lot of times you kind of don't want to reveal to the world, you know, things that you are still, you know, vacillating in between. You didn't know, we didn't know where, whether we pull the trigger or come back together. We want everybody in your business, of course. So you keep it under wraps. But during that separation, I actually officiated a wedding of one of my friends. And and during a meeting with them, getting prepared for the wedding, they told me how they met. They met through an app called Bumble. Now, if you guys know about Bumble, Bumble is a little bit more professional than Tinder. You know, and it's way more professional than, you know, plenty of fish. We know that. But it's one of the the more popular apps nowadays. And the most incredible thing about it for me at that point was, Women have to reach out first. And this is something I needed. I have to be honest. I needed that because coming from an aspect of being rejected over and over by someone that you were trying to make things work with, you kind of lose your value. You kind of lose what you represent and what you, you know how valuable you are, how much you mean. You Honestly, you wonder if you even are good-looking enough, if women even find interest in you anymore. You start to have those questions in your mind. So, yes, finding an app where women have to reach out first, that was incredible for me. So that's exactly what happened. When I tell y'all, my inbox was flooded. <laughs> I mean, women from you know came to me in droves, and they really made me feel like this. Okay, this is a journey that I really can embark on. But I ain't gonna lie, there's a lot of bullshit going on with Bumble. I can't lie. That just be real. There's <laughs> a lot of women out there that you know like the idea of of being with someone, like the idea of finding a suitable man. It wasn't really ready. You had women that wouldn't talk at all, wouldn't interact at all, wouldn't answer questions. You know, they give you one-word answers. Every time you ask them a, a, a really, you know, intriguing question, they give you these one-word answers. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sounds good. 
stuff like that. But then you have women that talk too much. You know, you have women that, you know, <laughs> you ask, hey, how's your day going? Well, baby daddy did this. And other, you know, they go down the list of everything that, that happened in their life. I'm like, hold on now. Calm it down. But then you have women, and honestly, I had one woman that really gathered my attention. Let me tell you guys what happened. So my wife, Vera, she's now my current wife. It was actually my last day on Bumble. Why was it my last day? I met met with my mentor at one point. He said, man, you got too much going on. You know, I was in the, in the midst of deciding should I quit my nine to five or not and start this business that I'm currently doing now. I was in the midst of, you know, really healing completely from the divorce, had some family issues and things going on, just wondering what's my next move. He suggested, man, you need to get off this app. You need to not, not focus. You got too many people flooding you right now. You need to have a one-track uh, mind and a linear focus as you get things in order. I agree. I agree. So I said, man, this is my last day on Bumble. I'm gonna try this last day. If nobody catch my interest today, I'm out of here. Here comes this woman from above. No, I'm just joking. Here comes <laughs> this amazing woman that really gathered my attention. She she gave me that balance of what the other women were not. You had women, like I said, was one-word answers, then you had women who was like, oh, all in your face. I had so many horror stories from Bumble, if I'll be honest with you. But Vera came with this amazing balance that she wasn't passive, and she wasn't aggressive. What I would say she was was assertive. She gave me what I was looking for as far as let me know how valuable I am to her, seeing the potential of what we could be. You know, and let's be honest, we both in our mid-30s when we met. So I came up with this mantra to her, look, I'm not rushing anything, but we don't have any time to waste. So I'm not really necessarily trying to get married to you, but I am trying to get married because I know that a large part of my purpose is directly tied to legacy, directly tied to family, directly tied to children, you know, and building a nuclear family. I know what I want to represent in the legacy and the mark that I want to leave on this earth. So I knew that I do, I do want to get married again. Coming out of a situation of being rejected by someone else and ending a marriage, I knew that this wasn't the end of my story. I still wanted to keep going. So she not only saw my vision, she began to tell me things in ways that she can make that vision come to life. She completely supported everything I was stating as far as the business ideas I have, the housing situation, how we would move into our home, the financial things that we would do. She completely latched on to the vision and told me how she could be everything I need right along that path with me. Now, Let's be honest. It's a large part of me that was saying, hey, man, this got to be too good to be true. I mean, this woman is saying everything I want to hear. So I began to see her and date her and, you know, go along the path with her of finding out who she was. Because, I, you know, I come from a situation where I don't trust anyone. I'm going to be honest. You know, from previous issues with my mother, previous issues with my ex-wife and other women I've dealt with, I'm not trusting women right now. But she's not giving me any reason to not trust her. And I start seeing her actions align with her words. 
So I got to the point, man, this got to be true. And I got to be real with you. I still had fillers and, and other women out there that I was like, man, let me just hang on just in case <laughs> this thing don't work out the way I think it will. Every month that went by, I'm like, man, I have no need to hold on to anything else. This woman has every piece of my attention. So I said, man, it's, it's that time. Not only was I feeling this within myself, I started to receive prophecy after prophecy from people, some people I knew, but also people I don't know. And I ain't so deep in the whole church thing, I'm going to be honest with you, but I am deep into God and deep into faith. And for all these people to come up telling me things that I was already, you know, thinking within myself and they affirming and confirming everything that I was believing, I said, man, God had to literally take a billboard out <laughs> to, to make it any more clear that she's the one. So I said, man, this girl is Nigerian. You know, I got to do the right thing and I got to hear the family up. <laughs> so, with her being Nigerian, you know, I didn't have to do a dowry. I won't get into the reason why I didn't have to do that. But I did call her mother. Her mother suggested that I call her brothers. We had a great conversation. And they gave me their approval. And they let me know that they fully supported. So I was able to set up a proposal. One of her brothers and her sister came down. Her baby sister was already here. And we made this thing happen. One of the most amazing days of my life Fast forward into the wedding, the most amazing day of my life at this, at this point, and we're not married. From that point, guys, when I tell you everything that I could ever imagine my life becoming on the other side of rejection has happened. I mean, immediately we went into a situation where we both had some type of illness, you know, within the first month of our marriage. So I think that was in a way of saying, like, I think God was kind of put us in a position where it's no time for, you know, fluff. It's no time for getting to know you and making it a slow process to, you know, be used to each other. We have to get immediately used to each other now. We have to be inside of each other's medical records. We have to take care of each other hand and foot. Because this process for us is about purpose. So it had to go in a kind of a fast forward and going back to the mantra of we're not rushing anything, but we don't have any time to waste. Because it's time for a purpose. And now, looking at us now, look, you know, the business is budding at the moment. Her career is flourishing. We have a new home that we just moved into. You know, kids are pending at the moment. But what I'm telling you is, on my other side of rejection, when I learned to have true acceptance from within, five things happened for me. And I believe it can happen for you as well. The first thing that happened for me, I'm no longer a victim. There's a way in this world where we could be a victim of a particular circumstance or a victim of a particular issue, but not let our victimhood be our identity. A lot of people, you know, want to take on the issues that they had and make that be who you are. It's not who you are. It's a situation and a moment in your life. So on the other side of rejection, you're able to see that that moment has passed. It's a part of my past. And it's no longer who I am. Who I am is victorious over the situation. I'm no longer a victim. The second thing it can do, it will bring you freedom. And not just freedom, freedom of choice. I've said this mantra so many times since I've been doing the podcast, that the greatest freedom is the freedom of choice. You're completely re released from those should-dos and the have-tos of this world 
And you enter a world of I choose to. You go from I will try to I will. You're able to create the life that you desire. Choice is the freedom to see things as we desire, to feel what we want, and to live what we create our lives to be. I love a quote here. It says, destiny is no matter of chance. It's a matter of choice. It is not a thing to be waited for. It's a thing to be achieved. The third thing it will do for us, it will increase our vision. Yes, your vision will become clearer. You may not be able to avoid rejection for the rest of your life. However, it will be revealed to you way more sooner in that process. When someone come with you with the same bullshit that they that someone once did before, you may be able to identify that, not from a place of fear, but from a place of protection, from a place of understanding, from a place of knowledge. And along the lines of vision as well, you'll also begin to vision everything that you want your life to be. And with that clear vision, it will prompt you and allow you to put the work in to create that life that you want. Manifestation is a great thing. Don't get me wrong. And and seeing things and having that vision. But you do have to put the work in after that because we do know that faith without works is dead. And the fourth thing it will do for you from that vision, it will allow you to have a limitless life. I know that sounds, you know, crazy. It sounds like something that's impossible. But I would say it's not. A life without rejection is a life without limits. Think about this. If you no longer have that fear of rejection, you're no longer affected by the fear of rejection, what will stop you? What will stop you from tapping into your purpose? What will stop you from tapping into the thing that you was have been thinking about over the last five years? That weight loss, uh, the new business, the new career field, uh, getting back out there and dating, having those tough conversations with the family member that you've been wanting to do. Without that fear of rejection, what will stop you? At this point, you have unlimited options based on those obstacles of rejections being gone. And the last thing it will do is what I'm doing here for you today. It will allow you to share your story. Everything that we experience in life is is for a divine purpose and it's for a specific reason. And you will begin to see yourself attracting people that have similar stories as you. Energy attracts energy. So you'll be able to, based on the energy that you now have, be able to attract people that you'll be able to share your story, and your story will be an inspiration to them, and they can start their journey to healing as well. Love this quote from Mother Teresa. She says, what is given to you is given to you to share, not to keep. Share your story. But from a place of healing, I would say, along the path of healing, you know, you may feel the need to share your story, but allow yourself to be on the other side of rejection. Allow yourself to be on the other side of healing to get that out in order to help someone else because that is where the true inspiration comes from, in my opinion. If you believe that you're on the brink of, or if you are on the other side of rejection, if you want somebody to partner with to be able to discuss what's next, I want to do that for you. I want to be your coach. I want to walk along that path with you to fully get on the other side of rejection and fully understand what's next, what you would like to do, how can you share your story with someone, how can you apply this vision. If you're ready to no longer be a victim, if you're ready to discover that freedom of choice, if you want that clearer vision, if you want that limitless life, if you're ready to really share your story, I want you to contact me. Hit me up on my website, lifecoachingbymail.com, my email, mailcoaching at yahoo.com. 
at any platform you're watching this on, you can also shoot me a DM. I want to be your coach today. Let's grow.